If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Do you like shows like The Boop Show? So do I. Head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants and show your love today. This is The Boop Show, episode 198, for the 7th of January, 2019. Yep! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. Good to be here. 2019. We missed two weeks in a row because of the holidays. That sucked. But I'm back. Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway over there. What's up, buddy boy? Oh, I'm doing good, Scott. Is this our first episode of 2019? Yeah, it is. It totally is. I'm so excited. Yeah. We had the the poopy poopy holidays. Uh, Right. Not that the holidays are poopy, but I'm, you know, I'm just saying like. Well, for for podcasting, it is pooptastic. Yeah, it's no good for podcasting. If you're trying to like get your content out, you may as well freaking forget it. Cause right, which is good. We need a break. I was talking uh, earlier uh, with my lovely fiance, and I told her it's the exact same thing. I said, usually in December, I have a little downtime, and uh, then uh, then January comes about, and I'm ready to do the podcast again. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm re-energized. This is one I've missed, because you know, during the holidays, I play a lot of oddball uh, games, and I, I miss talking about them in a public way, and... So here we are again, getting to do that finally, which is great. I'm sure I'm going to forget some of the weird stuff I played because I got a bunch of weird codes oh. this year, and you know, yeah, I played so many games over 2018. It's ridiculous. Actually, it was one of the first things I thought about because you know, it was, it was of course the new year came about, and it's like uh, you got to make some resolutions, Brian. You got to you got to like improve yourself. And I was like, man, I, I I played a lot of games last year, three games per episode. Before then, we was do actually doing even more games mm-hmm, than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I I almost feel like I may have to start looking like it two new games every week and then have like a one that I kind of drag out over a month yeah, because there's no way that. I can review Red Dead Redemption two which I played in a, just a week episode no, I can't do that no all you can do can't is do not it. that game all you can do is impressions and say ah there's yeah. that one time with the gun and the cowboy hat that was a good time and that's all you can do there's so much in there. Uh, you'll, you'll have to do what you got to do. Hey, chat room's got a concern though, real quick. We need to address, they think your hair has been cut and I would probably say they're wrong. No, no, that's right. I just, it's ponied. I just got it back here in the ponytail. Yeah. Look at that. And you guys all is well, be comforted through this year. It's all right. Through these dark times, Brian did not cut his luxurious lengthy hair. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to see. Well, it's 2019, who yet, knows yet? You haven't done it yet, right? Who knows? I don't think you'll do it. I think you're going to keep that until. You're a crotchety old fart. Too yeah. late. Yeah. It would be more like my Uncle Joel. My Uncle Joel has hair down to his butt. And he is like, Oh, yeah. Good old Uncle Joel. Yeah. He's like 65 or something. 68. I don't know what why it is. Do, why does it get gross when it gets to your butt? I mean, your back, is it, is it because you have concerns about, you know, hair on hair action? You know, head hair, butt hair, touching? <laughs> I don't is know. That the, 
I don't know. I mean, like, what did uh, who, what was her name that had the really long hair in the '80s and she was popular with my mom? I can't think of her name. Right, right. Uh, Crystal Gale. Crystal Gale. Yeah, she had hair that went all the way down to her ankles. And I always, yeah, I always crazy. just thought, man, what if the wind kicked up and you and you just had it's like a, a tentacle monster fighting you out in the in the rain. Bad idea. Look, I yeah. live in the South and we're in the Bible Belt and being conservative, wearing conservative dress and letting your hair grow down to your ankles that's pretty common Is i it? see a lot of i see a lot of ladies with long hair ladies with long hair not dudes though uh, less dudes more ladies uh, no yeah we don't uh, even i don't see that many guys around here with long hair i don't yeah, know how it is yeah. across the rest of the country but not a lot of guys wear long hair yeah here yeah well, i understand yeah. that there's some real hippies up there park city near me but it's it's good though because i had long hair when i was a, a teenager yeah and that was during the eighties, yeah. closing to the nineties, and it it was it was Best still even then was it was very frowned upon. Best decade know. though. Yeah. Best decade of them all, right there. The eighties. Yeah, that's right. It was it was looked it was looked poorly upon. Yeah, uh, to have long hair. So well, being a dude, we are happy to be back, and with whatever hair we came with, uh, Brian's as long. You know what? I want to see some better hair tech this this year from uh, from the gamers. That's why I want to see. Oh, a hair tech, interesting. Hair tech, okay. I was thinking I'd start. Um, there's a there's a trend where people wear masks while they stream, so they can kind oh. of be a character or something. Right. Uh, I don't think that sounds all as cool as that sounds, but maybe I should try something like that. Maybe I'll be a. See, this is what you do: you start a brand new Twitch channel, and then you come out sw- swinging, going, "Ah, I'm Crazy Monkey Face Boy, and I'm gonna play." And then you get real popular, and before you know it, you're a multi million dollar uh, uh, freaking ninja streamer. And, right, because uh, that's how that works. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, it's all super. It's all super easy. All I got to do is have a gimmick, a catch, right? Yeah. By the way, I'd like to yeah. make you feel uncomfortable just for a second here. I yeah. went through a box of about four hundred DVDs and CDs nice. that I had a bunch of various data on, mostly art and stuff, and then I moved that all over to local and offsite backups. No longer do I want a bunch of stuff on optical discs. Okay, right. so this is stuff from like the early two right. thousands. I just had to get rid of it. I would like you to look at what I did to every one of these discs. Do you see it? Oh my God, let me see. Hold on a second. Let me take a look. Can you right. see that? Get over here. Oh, oh, that is actually pretty. It's actually like kind of weirdly pretty, there. but it was very cathartic. I took a, here, I'll see if I can make the sound. Here we go. Do you hear that? Here. Yeah, what, what are you do doing that with? Right here. Oh, a razor. Oh, be so careful with that art hand. Look at that. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's been fun. <laughs> I had to get rid of these, and there's two ways. You, there's three ways you can do it. You can have them professionally wiped, which sounds like a pain in the butt. You can um, uh, go and microwave them for like ten seconds a pop, and it will oh, yeah, like yeah. just corrupt the whole thing. But I don't want to ruin my yeah. microwave or do something dumb there. Right? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I thought I put ten seconds. It was a minute, and now we're all dead. Or right, <laughs> uh, I have to go through and like snip it all into pieces. I don't have a shredder, so I'm not going to do that. So instead, I took yeah, they exacto they make knife. a CD shredder. Oh, I know they, they totally do. Yeah. I should get one of those. Well, now I don't need it. I've done it all. But I went through right. and just scratched giant gro- grooves into everything, and I realized that maybe some there's probably some way somebody could go and just like a real shredder, you could go and piece it all together. I'm not worried right. about it. This will stop the no. element that could take my information. So there you go. Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna do it? There you go. I don't think microwaves are supposed to. I don't think that should happen. I feel like right. you're letting gases leak out that are probably going to give you the carcinogenic yeah, uh, uh, bubble. That's a, well, first of all, they use a, don't they use like a metal foil on uh, on the on the platters? Well, there, don't they basically there is layer with the, in there? Yeah, right. Like right, uh, like a little thin. Yeah, that's right. what gives it the sh- the reflection. 
is the little right. thin whatever that is. And if I broke this apart, you'd see little flecks of it everywhere. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this was the right way to do it. It's oh, ladder. Yeah. That's what, I, I I don't like being the right way to do it. If you are watching the video feed of this podcast, which mm. you should do on YouTube or sure. wherever the Boop Show on the uh, what's the what's the address for the Boop Show? Uh, Frogpants.com slash Boop. That's it. Right. Uh, if you're not watching it, uh, be sure to take a look and watch Scott cut that disc and then look at Brian's face as he sweats thinking Scott's going to slice his hand open mm -hmm. and it's right here on the show and yeah. I'm going to have to call somebody. No, no, you gave, you made me nervous just talking about it just now. Right. I'm going to move this blade do way that. over here. Uh, <laughs> and also, it's funny, my wife thought the way to do it was to take magnets and rub it on the CDs. And I said... Now, you're not far off. That's what you might do to like a, a, a hard drive or something. Even then, it's not right. the most. Uh, a magnetic drive. Yeah. Right. But she was going to take it and just rub all the CDs with a magnet. And I said, no, right. that's not going to It's not gonna cut it. Just just give them, just give them to any five-year-old, and they'll be ruined in about five minutes. Yeah. All kind of boogers on there. It'll be fantastic. Right. They'll, they'll scratch that thing right up. Well, uh, we're here to scratch up your life with some rad video game talk and talk about the games that we've been playing since we last spoke over two weeks ago. Brian, I'd like to begin with a little game that uh, you can only get currently in any form by heading on over to the Epic Game Store and playing yourself or getting yourself a copy of the $20, the current price. Ooh, listen to the, some of this audio right here. Wait. Penitence reminding us of the inevitable fate which we all share. Oh, he's so good. That's the guy from uh, the Bastion narrator. Anyway, uh, the game is called Hades. And uh, it is a very stylistic view of the myth, uh, the mythology that exists around uh, uh, Greek mythology, uh, in particular, the realm of Hades. Uh, Hades, of course, being kind of the overlord of death and uh, all his business. And then you got a lot of the other uh, people that show up as well. You end up with uh, some stuff from Zeus. You get things from uh, other gods in the pantheon of gods. And the Greek gods, uh, and you, uh, Cerberus is basically your pet. Your dad is Hades. He sits on a big throne like a big a hole, and uh, <laughs> it's just a total butt squeeze. And um, they, uh, the game is um, all right. I don't know how to explain this except I'm going to tell you the most dumb possible description. Okay, you ready? Give me the dumbest possible description of Hades. So this is super giant games. They're known for Bastion. Uh, Pyre last year, year before that, or two years before that, they did. What was that one called? Synchro. Synchro. Micro microprocessor. Synchro. Synchro de Mayo. Micro synchronity. Supergiant games. Yeah, Supergiant games. What did they make? What was that game? Second game. Come on, help me. Chat room. Come on. Uh, it would be uh the uh. I can't remember. I can't remember uh, wait, either. Wait, wait, Why wait. It's the, it? it's the transistor. Transistor. Thank you. Jeez. Transistor. Pyre was last year. Transistor was before that. All right. So they, if you play their games at all, you know that they are meticulous, even in their first game, Bastion, uh, when it comes to polish and quality and amazing sound work and incredible music, narration, story elements, control, uh, just it feeling like a, just a grand adventure, no matter what you're doing, that sort of stuff. They're, they make really cool games. And I've gotten to the point now where I trust them kind of sight unseen. Um, and that's what I did with Hades. I really didn't know a lot about it. I didn't know what was going on here. Here's what it is in a nutshell. It is as if Diablo um, 
dead cells. And I had another example. What was my other one? Oh, here it is. If Diablo and Dead Cells had a threesome with all the other super giant games. And that's oh. what you end up with here. This is the baby of that uh, that tryst. And it's really, really good. It scratches all my itches. Now, I am going to say early and up front, if you don't like games like Dead Cells, where you approach it and it's hard and you die sometimes, but when you go back, you upgrade abilities and weapons and things. Right, In this right. case, you unlock additional weapons and update your abilities when you're back in Hades uh, in basically your bedroom. It's just great, amazing art in this room. Anyway, you talk to this mirror and the mirror lets you apply these points you earn in your last fight. And then you go back out. Now you've got plus one to health or you can uh, kill dudes faster from the rear than it would be from the front or whatever it is. <laughs> and, then, and then while you're out there fighting, something will drop. Like um, you'll walk into a room and um, th- uh, not Thor, uh, sorry, um, Zeus, his his symbol, his big old uh, freaking symbol will come down on the floor and just go boom and just like land on the ground. And then you walk up right. to it and you click it and it says, all right, I'm going to give you an upgrade. And it has great dialogue like Z- Zeus and uh, um, who's the water one. Uh, uh, oh, I would talk about Triton. Uh, uh, yeah, that guy. Why can't they even do his name tonight? I'm just, just I don't me. know. Anyway, they'll they'll go. Why can't you remember your gods? Come go, on, Scott. They'll go. Hello, the boy. Welcome to the thing. I'm Poseidon. your uncle. Whatever. Poseidon. That's it. Poseidon. Poseidon. Neptune. Uh, that that Nep- guy. The Neptune's water guy. The, Aquaman. You got it. Neptune. Chat room. Neptune is the. That's the Roman, Roman one. Yeah. Right. They're pretty close. But anyway, uh, so he he says, uh, "I've got a thing for you," and then he and he throws up three randomly chosen um, buffs to your abilities. And they're all designed to be like pushback abilities the way that water would be pushback. So it's kind of a water-based kind of ability. And sometimes they're rare, sometimes they're common, and sometimes they're epic. That means that sometimes you're going to get a chance to, to have one of these temporary buffs that is amazing for the, for the time that you're in that fight. And it's only good for the time you're in that run, okay? It doesn't stick with you after. Those other abilities in, in your room stick with you forever. But the stuff in the game from the different gods, those are like temporary buffs. And uh, all the levels are 100% randomly generated. So the things mm-hmm. I would say it has in common with Diablo is um, everything's uh, procedurally created uh, and different every time you play it. Beautiful art sets that just make up this, this incredible space. And it's a three or a uh, um, over-the-head isometric perspective on your character. And when you uh, beat the creatures or you beat the waves that are in there and you're about to go to the next room... You often have a choice. You'll either have one door to leave through or a choice of a couple of doors. Uh, the one you choose depends on what the icon is and what you're looking for. So one of them might be, oh, if I go this way, it's uh, this icon represents Zeus's blessing. So that means when I get in there, I'll get to stack another um, buff on my dude. And he'll be even b- right. better than, than Then he'll be before. buffer dude. Yeah, right. then he'll be buffer dude. Uh, right. so, so then... Uh, the same thing is true of, uh, one of them's might be just, oh, this, that's got a gold symbol. So if I go in there, there's just going to be more gold to earn. Um, and I'll get a bonus for gold or at the end of it, it'll be about gold. Sometimes there are rooms where there's no combat at all. And there's like, um, some weird God who wants to sell you something or give you an upgrade while you're in there. You can buy some health back, that kind of stuff. I mean, times Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just questing and a a weird God shows up and wants to sell me something. It's just it happens all the more time. often than I like to, uh, yeah. to admit at least anyway. It's probably right. happening right now and you don't even know it. That's how much it happens. Right. Um, you, so this is, this is, this is Hades early access, only $20 on the Epic game store. Epic has been, uh, 
been making good use of their Fortnite money. And yeah. uh, I'm interested in this. It's, it's a beautiful... Oh, that's uh, awesome. What, what is this art style called? I, I've, I've, we, we see this art style a lot lately, and I just can't really place the word or the name on this art style well there's a very um, there's a very pen and ink quality to it but it's also extremely yeah, colorful yeah. um yes. so when you especially when you look at the place in hades where he's rebirthed out of this pool of blood which is happening right now for the chat room if they're watching this um the artwork is very stark black and white ink type uh, base art but then just very colorful in terms of the color treatment for it and I love it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Darkest Dungeon, that style. Right. This is less chunky. This is a little less, I can't think of a better word than chunky, but if you if you play Darkest Dungeon, you're like, oh man, this stuff is like big, thick, heavy, black, and right, right. stuff like that. There's some of that here, but 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 it's this is a little bit more refined. Um, it looks like a comic book. Like uh, if someone was an illustrated comic book, it looks like it's come to life. Yeah, they're, they're artists that they have there. It's a small team, but the guys that are doing their, right. their art stuff there are... Top shelf, as far as I'm concerned, they're ah, really, top really shelf. Nice. Another comic reference. Good job. Yep. And it's not. You may look at that main character, Hades' son, Zacharias, or whatever his name is, Zagarus, and say, "Oh, he looks like an anime character." They're not really like anime characters. Not in the. Not that that's a bad thing, but they're not what you what you might first think when right, you look right. at them. Um, what's the uh, yeah. What's the atmospheric music and sound like? It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's the same dude. What did uh, the previous games? Hold on. With mixed emotions. Like the Bastion. Let me turn this up. Here you go. Purest joy. To deepest melancholy. That's even that narrator from Bastion. Yeah, yeah, I love the narrator from Bastion. Yeah, he's really so good. That's great. So here's some music. We'll get some music going. Maybe. But right now it's just very atmospheric. Come home. Oh, it's Do not despair. Nyx. And hold to your resolve, child. Tell me something. Oh, it's so cool. They just ah, that stuff is cool, man. Just cool. It's a cool vibe and atmosphere. And but how does your care? How does it feel playing? Do you feel like you're a badass in oh, yeah. Hades, or do you feel like you're running around like trying to hide? From, no, 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 no. You are you are head on fighting. You got to go out there and fight. It's like Dead Cells that way. You don't avoid combat. You want to fight. Right. Um, so far, the shield of the weapons that I like the most. I think I like the shield the most. The arrow mm-hmm. is pretty nuanced but tricky. Um, you can take a sword in there, and and the spear I haven't unlocked yet, but I'm getting close. Uh, you unlock those with keys that you earn over time. And eventually you have all the weapons. And there's also slots for additional weapons, but I, but those haven't shown up yet. So I don't know if those just aren't in the game yet or if they come later after I've done something. I don't I don't know. Uh, right. But you are a badass in this world and it feels really tight. The control is real good. I, I would put it on par with the kind of feeling you get with Dead Cells. The difference between this and Dead Cells, obviously, is Dead Cells is this two-dimensional side view sort of, you know, Castlevania looking thing. Right, but right. the fundamentals are very similar, and I don't. I'm. I stop short of saying this copies that because all the roguelikes copy each other. I mean, even oh, Dead yeah. Cells has twelve games I could point to and say, "Oh, they got their ideas from these these other things." But this is a different uh, perspective, obviously, and a different feel. It doesn't feel like I'm just playing Dead Cells again. I guess I should say, uh, which is already a badass game. But this is so cool, and I I think for twenty bucks, it's absolutely worth it. For those who are like, oh, I don't want to buy anything off the uh, that's not on Steam, um, I would remind you this is actually good for the devs to get it over there because they get 84% of the profit, not 70 the way that they would on Steam. <laughs> if you're really picky about that and just can't stand the idea of, of an additional launcher, which I don't really have a problem with, just it runs. I, launch I, it, I did. I, it was. It was back in the day, a few years back, when uh, everybody was wanting to make their own launcher and they really weren't given any value it was just like oh well 
here is our game. If you want to play our game, you got to do it through our little interface. If you don't like that, we'll let you launch it out of Steam, mm-hmm. and uh, then we'll launch our client. And as it's a hassle for us as users, Epic is actually curating a very nice little area, giving away free games every mm-hmm. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I've been impressed so far. I'm not saying they'll keep my. Uh, I'm not saying they'll keep me happy, but uh, I haven't seen any reason to not do it. the The client is very light, mm-hmm. uh, loads very quickly. Uh, and it's just yeah, it's real it's, simple. Of course, they're you it's know they're, simple. They don't have the offerings Steam has, not even close. No, no. Um, they don't. But have, they're moving. They don't have forums. They don't have a review system yet, really, as far as I know. They don't have a lot of that stuff. So they are moving. Uh, and as long as that Fortnite money keeps coming in, they're yeah, gonna my, they're gonna keep doing. My thing is they they're giving a bigger cut to the devs, and I think small yeah. developers deserve my support for that. So if I'm spending 19 here or 19 later on Steam when it goes there, I'd rather do it here and now, get them their money. If this shows up on Switch, I'm getting it again because it's totally a Oh, my right. gosh. Perfect well, Switch game. you won't be able to... According to uh, I don't, the, the verbiage here uh, on the website on Epic Games, it says a PC exclusive on Epic Games Store through December 2019. So if you want to play that this year, looks like you're going to have to get it here. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. it's Everyone else is missing out if you're not because it's good. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'll play Rebel Galaxy because they have a similar deal planned. I already love that uh, series and I can't wait for the sequel. So that's coming out there. There was another one that I just picked up. Oh, um, Ashen I picked up. I was I was oh. going to talk about that today, but it requires a little more time. So I'm going to talk about it next week. Right. But I also picked up Ashen on that, on that store. It's exclusive there for now. None of these guys are staying there forever as 100% long-time exclusives. They'll go to other stores just like every other game in the world does. But these are like deals up front to yeah. get a little extra money. They get the better split. It'll end up on Steam. So if you're really hardcore about, oh, I can't play it unless it's on Steam, good news, everybody. Next year, right around now, you'll get to play it on Steam. But right. for me... Is anybody for, like that who listens to this show? I mean, I think we're pretty I think we're pretty diverse here. Maybe. Would you say? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe somebody listening right now is... I was talking to John, a friend of the program, John Jagger, who does other podcasts with me. Yeah he's, yeah, he's loathed by anything over there, but he has his own reasons. Like someone's always trying to hack his his account, and he doesn't know why. And he <laughs> forgot his password, and then he's gonna go find his password. And he doesn't have two factor authentication set up, and like there are all of those issues. For me, it was just log in, enable two factor. Yeah, I had, no, I had no issues whatsoever. No, just enable two factor. Now, for the longest time, I had the worst trouble with BattleNet. Mm. Uh, just every time, and it's like I just, just never get it to work right. But yeah. I haven't had that. In a while. Well, and that's the other thing is that I would tell him and people like him, you've got Battle.net, so you're already doing right. this. <laughs> you right, just, right. You're just, you're just, it's just in your head that you shouldn't or something. I don't know what the deal is, but I don't have a problem with it. Uh, as long as they stand behind their products, I don't care. And I think that Epic's got the money in the background and everything else to do it. And they really want to make a strong, a strong move into this space. So oh, all yeah. of that being said, game's rad. It scratches all the itches I have for this sort of thing. It was very, very nice to discover it that way. And my faith has continually been well spent with the fine people at Supergiant Games. They've never let me down. Yeah. So go get it. Available now on the PC. If it ever ends up on the uh, Switch, I will get it again. It'll be totally it looks like it. a great Switch game. No, oh, it'd be great. I just want to take it with me. I want to carry it. I want to have it in bed. I want to be on the shitter, as they say, <laughs> you know. And uh Scott, can I borrow your switch? Oh no, I remembered all those times you told me you played it on this chair. Sure. Um chat room's bringing up other the, the launchers shitster. people hate. People don't like the Ubisoft launcher that you play launcher. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Ubisoft 
laundry. That was that was the one that had the w- worst taste in my mouth. It was just so heavy and just try it now. So it's, not, it's nothing in. now. It's like a little crappy thin client. It's yeah. a, it doesn't even matter anymore. What I didn't yeah. like with them is either put up or shut up. Like either make everybody use it or don't use it at all. But instead, you got this weird hybrid. Make it work on Steam. Runs as a separate layer. Yeah. Like that's stupid. Just either make people go over there the way Bethesda is, the way um, freaking Call of Duty did with the Battle.net yeah, launcher, Blizzard already do Like, le- go right. there and do it. Like, Origin. Origin is another good example. Or yep. don't do it at all. But the thing is, I was using Uplay the other day because somebody gave me a code for Wildlands. Uh, maybe in the chat, actually, right now. You got Wildlands? Um, yeah, and it was, it was no problem. It's fine. It's not a problem to run it from there. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Launch it where you launch it. Delete it where you delete them. Uninstall. What I like are the ones that give me the most options. Right now, Steam gives me the most options. I'm not going to run away Absolutely. from Steam for any of these. This isn't a brand loyalty thing. It's just, does Steam give me an option to do returns? Yes. Uh, are they fair? Yes. Uh, do they run sales all the time benefit me? They absolutely do. Do they have forums and guides and uh, discussion stuff that all the other fl- platforms really don't have? Yes. Like they've kind of, they're kind of way up out there in terms of feature set. But I have no problem if somebody else wants to come along and provide a good thing for me to play and not ruin my life with a launcher that makes my computer crash. It doesn't do that. Good enough. It installed. I played it. I paid the same way I pay on Steam. It's no big deal. So anyway, bottom line for me, Hades, great game, will be in my list of 2019 games, although I guess technically it came out in 2018. But only in ah, early well, access. You know what? I yeah, you're right. You're right. It's early There's access. A, so when it when they go full right. release the way that Dead Cells did, there you go. There you go. It is early access. So that you're right. That does count. Yeah. So it, I think it will be 2000. I played I played Dead Cells in like 2016. So I played like an yeah. alpha of that, but I didn't count it until the release year, which is 2018. So that's what we're gonna right. do. Yeah, I, I remember I had trouble with this at the end of last year because I was like, man, I played so many great games in 2018, but not all of them come out in 2018 because you got this delayed release on different platforms mm-hmm. and I was playing some games, you know, on a, on different devices like switch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I never played the game before, but now this is on the switch I'm playing it. And it feels like a release year release to me. Yeah. Uh, so it's good it, that it, way. That, all those lines are kind of blurring a little bit too. Yeah. It's all good though. Check it out. It's all or uh, Hades. Brian, tell me about Gris. You said it right, Gris, like Chris. It is. Uh, it apparently means gray. I did not know that, but oh, uh, right. yeah, it kind of. It and that was the point when you start out in Gris, which, by the way, is a beautiful, beautiful game visually. Uh, the 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 music is fantastic. The movement, the animation, everything is just aesthetically pleasing and just sucks you right into the world if you're looking at this the snaps of gris you're probably thinking oh this looks like uh it looks like kind of like it plays like journey or something and that's kind of the idea the developers uh nomada nomada is that right nomada no studios ma- doesn't ma- no matter who it is i don't know nomada yeah those guys they they don't apologize at all they say yeah that's where we were influenced we wanted to make a game that was going to be uh pleasant experience not necessarily anything frustrating so they tried to remove as much frustration from this game and what gris is is a is a a young girl uh lost in in her despair and uh she's taken this journey uh to try to uh to 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 face her demons Mm. and uh and so she's trying to she's trying to look at these painful experiences and overcome them in a in a visual way this game you i i you know 
I hear people talk all the time about the, you know, is, is it art? Is it a game? Can a game be art? Of course it can. Yeah, of course it can. So, I mean, and this to me is more art than game because there, it is a platformer. Mm. It's a 2d platformer. You're, you're going side to side. Uh, it's mostly, mostly visually looks like water painting, mm. uh, like watercolors. Mm-hmm. You've got like these, these great splashes of color that just kind of blend in, uh, with the, with the backgrounds and the foreground and everything. And as you, as you go along, you unlock, uh, different colors, uh, that bring this world to life, mm. uh, as she, as she overcomes these, these obstacles. So she's trying to find her way out of this depressive gray mood and into a full colorful mood and along the way you get to solve all these great little puzzles jumping in between uh stone columns that are falling uh and and statues that are also falling and breaking apart and then reassembling and you're also running uh from from this black blob that 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 transforms occasionally into like a a bird Mm -hmm. or eel and uh it's just man it just came out uh like december 13th uh, on 2018, mm-hmm. and I played it all the way through. It's not a real long game, but it's not very expensive either. It's like about you could probably pick it up. It's about fifteen, seventeen dollars, uh, oh. and it's on just about every platform that I've seen. It's on you know PC. Uh, it's on Xbox One. I know it's coming. It's going to be on the Switch. If I would buy it again, I picked it up on the PC. I'd probably get it on the Switch. Mm. This would be an excellent Switch game. Mm. Uh, I played it with my controller on my uh, on PC. Yeah. And this is called Gris, by the way, G R I S. Yep. Uh, and I've just really been enjoying it. It is just, people are it is, people freaking out about it. Lots of talk. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and for, yep. and for good reason. It is. It is. It's it's just an experience. I played most of this uh, in the bed with my controller and my laptop, just kind of sitting there and just Nude. just uh, just going from one place to the next. I have my incense oil burner burning yeah right yeah i'm doing some i'm doing some yoga i'm like i got i'm like upside down and i'm like okay, is the music it, it nice and chill is it good chilling music Here, oh here's some here oh this is her just walking she's out in the desert here i'll skip ahead some here we go so okay. as you go along oh see here you go oh it's super relaxing okay. right it's super it's super chill yo there you go and but it doesn't. It's not always super chill because occasionally, when you get chased, mm-hmm. it gets the, the music amps up and it gets very, it gets very exciting. But not doesn't break you out of what you're doing. Mm. Uh, as you go along, you're this little, you're this little triangle shaped character because you have a dress, uh, and that dress is is usually triangle shaped. But then uh, you can transform after you get past certain puzzles. You can transform into a square and literally just stomp the ground. And that comes into play later because uh, as, as you start facing obstacles that are trying to blow you away, uh, you can become heavy. You can also break through uh, stone columns in, in certain areas. Uh, and it's just, like I said, that, that and then you're able to, uh, I don't want to give away too much of the secrets, though, because I don't want to give away. The, I feel like some of the revelations of some of the powers is some of the most uh most inspiring things to keep you going to try to discover the next thing. But that's like the first thing you you learn how to do is uh, to turn into like this, this block yeah. and you're just a pillar and you just, and you just, you just stop and you can, you can keep yourself from uh, being blown away. Uh, and this is a lot of fun, but the chat room saying that, uh, that it is French and that is pronounced gris. I'm saying Gris. Oh, it. is it gris? 
Isn't that I don't a know. They called it. They called it gris. On well, I don't know. I I think that word is uh, used in several languages. But I think yeah, I think uh, their French do have that word as well. The developers who I I watched a great uh, Devolver episode mm-hmm. on Steam, which is free. Do you ever watch any of the videos on Steam? I don't. I've not seen them do any of that, but I hear it's good. People like it. Right. Devolver has. A, if you've ever been to the Steam Devolver page, it is it is freaking flat out awesome mm. they've got they've got a very strong presence and uh i'm trying to look up the name of the video but there is a s- ongoing series uh, by devolver where they interview the creators of uh, of the different games mm. and uh and let me try to see what the actual name of it was if i can locate it real quick uh but it was very interesting and, and got, a, got a good look behind the scenes on uh on what they were doing so mm. uh behind the schemes Oh, behind the is schemes. What this, yeah, what, what is, is what the uh, is what the the series is called, and uh, they have Gris uh, there, and I, I watched that. It was really good. So hmm. check that out on Steam. It's free. It's free. So you know, oh, this is a, wait. Oh, the video. Twelve minute video. Yeah, yeah a little the, twelve minute video. I thought yeah. you meant the game. Like what? It's not oh, free. The, no, the game is not free. It's fifteen dollars, and I spent I spent about six hours playing it. Uh, that's on the completest end of the scale on how long to beat mm-hmm. for Gris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did. I, I pretty much explored everything. And the one thing that I was most impressed by about this game, I mean, sure, it was beautiful. Uh, the, the artist who, who, does the, uh, who does the work is this, that, that this game is inspired by mm. is an amazing artist. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I was most impressed by was I never felt stuck. They, they create a world that always kept you going forward. Even though a lot of times I was like, oh man, I'm getting over in this little area over here and this 2D platformer, and I'm like way over on this side. There's no way I'm going to find my way back. Uh, And inevitably, they always end up steering you back. Very doesn't feel like they're just, you know, forcing you back there, but it it really keeps you on on track. Uh, I didn't get lost too many times. That's awesome. Yeah, by the way, there's a there's a real astrological uh, piece to this too. As you as you go along, you're not just jumping platforms, solving puzzles. You're doing it for a reason, uh, and that reason is to collect these these little shiny little stars. And you and you pick them up, and uh, you'll go to uh, you'll go to the eventual area where you're going to complete the level, uh, and it'll all lock into place, and then it'll open the next area. Usually with a really uh, dramatic uh, cutscene mm. that is just beautiful so when you when the the big blood cloud is chasing you are you trying to hide from that or what's the deal there what's going on with that there's there's really no place to hide uh but yeah the blood cloud the the big oily black cloud that chases you Mm -hmm. um you just you have to hold your ground pretty much uh there's really no place to go to because he he will follow you wherever you go Mm. uh and usually he will put himself in between your goal you know you and your goal and so you'll have to find a way to get around him or uh, to just head straight on. So it gets real intense because it's like they have these, when you do get between the videos, uh, the chase scenes get really intense, but you're usually not in control at that point, but you feel emotionally like you're attached to the character because he's, you know, the character's flying and almost getting ate by the bad guy. And you're just like, when's it going to be my turn to, to control again? And, and just all of a sudden it'll send your control again. And of course, by that time you're all hyped up and then, then you start getting relaxed again. Well, the oh. the game, everybody's, and even the developers have said that this is a, that's like allegorical to, you know, bad depression. 
That yeah, big, absolutely. That that's big, that's the idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, life has no flavor. It's gray. It's 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 mundane. It's depressed. And uh, to overcome these 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 things, it's no specific story. Uh, it's more about emotion. Mm. You know, just a generalized emotion that you would feel, mm. uh, and how to to overcome that. Because there's no real direct correlation between, you know, solving a puzzle and fixing something that's going wrong. As a matter of fact, you can put as much as you want to it, but uh, really, is is usually most of the things that are happening are these these uh, beautiful stone sculptures in the game that are they're crumbling, and then you know once you complete a certain task, it it all becomes whole again, and uh, mm. that's about as much story as you get. Like I said, it's a real emotional ride, just like Journey. You know, mm. Journey is all about the journey. It's not really about. It's literally about Journey. Yeah, yeah, it's about the band. Journey. It's about yeah. the band, Journey. And they're fantastic but sounds. I, I highly recommend this. I would be, and that's the problem. It came like in the middle of December, and I have no excuse. So I don't know how I'm going to put it in any of my list. Just put in your uh, best game I over. played this year that came from last year. That's fine. We could do there that. you go. That's it. Yeah, I have no problem we'll with that. By the way, she's she's wearing what I would call a muumuu. A muumuu. It is yeah. kind of it is it's fun because the dress is like this big triangle and her, her leg, her face is fairly well defined, mm-hmm. uh, but her, her arms and hands and legs are just like little, little sticks yeah. and they, and they kind of fly outside the, uh, outside the dress. Oh, I didn't even mention some of the really cool parts too. You can, uh, uh, there's a lot of upside down, uh, puzzling that goes on where, yeah. uh, you'll be, you'll, you'll fly to the top of the screen. You'll be playing upside down for a while. And usually that's also tied in with underwater things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be underwater and you actually turn into like a, almost like a, like a manta ray or something. And you kind of flow through the, through the, uh, through the ocean yeah. and your character behaves a little bit differently there. Listen. It was, like I said, it, it kept me interested for six hours. I played all the way through. Yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. And chat room, don't worry. Someone says, can't believe Scott didn't play a, a space game. Oh, did, oh, by the oh, way, oh, did I not play a space game? Hmm. I before, wonder if I did. Before you, before you talk about that, Scott has Gris in his library. But anyway, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, no, Brian gave, game. Brian gave it to me for Christmas. It was a very nice gift. I'm going to play it. I'm totally going to play it. Hell yeah, I'm going to play it. Yeah, you're going to play it. In fact, I'd be playing it on Frog Pants Plays streams if they weren't making me play that damn horror game. <laughs> uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2, also a 2018 Ooh. game. Uh, that came out a while back, but it was also on sale over the holidays for about. 11 bucks what yeah. i missed out because i've been i've had this on my wish list for a while and i guess yeah take it off should have nabbed it it's good real good oh, wait it's, it's still 60 percent off how much is it right now hold on a second oh maybe it is cheaper still oh no it's 29.99 okay yeah it was like 11 dollars for the base game doubt so me and uh uh Bo and john and kyle we all grabbed it we picked up a copy of it and um we decided to go kill some rats together which is you do a lot of that in Vermintide, but if you haven't played Vermintide one, or if you haven't played a Left for Dead game, then this is all going to sound new to you. But I'm going to assume a lot of you have played those games, and uh, especially Left for Dead because Left for Dead was a, a monster hit on PC, and you kind of have a monster hit. You kind of have the idea if you've played it there. You've played what is essentially the Vermintide model, which is four people run around different classes with different abilities. Um, although I think in Left 4 Dead you didn't really have different abilities, you're just different characters. Um right. and it was the weapons that you would pick up that would that would make the difference. Yeah, in this game, the zombies, in which case you had different abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh yeah, if you played the multiplayer zombie bit, you could do that. This game doesn't have that as far as I know. I don't think there's a multiplayer right. mode, but there is this co-op 
uh, multiplayer mode that's set in the Warhammer fantasy universe. Um, not the Warhammer 40k universe. A lot of people get those confused. Um, the, the fantasy one, uh, the, both Vermintide games are based on the Vermintide lore stuff, which I don't know much about at all, except it's all very gothic and very, um, I don't know, uh, it's uh, vampire hunter kind of style stuff. Uh, but lot, lots of huge swords. There's a dwarf with axes. There's a mage who shoots fire on everything. And they have a conversation the whole time you're running around. There's, there is a story in the background of running this all in order, but you don't have to even do that. You can just hop into games. You can play with randos. You can play with friends. You can play however you want. And the goals are, uh, I think, probably obvious, but I'll explain them real quick. It's to get through hordes of enemies, get through the map, do the mechanics of the map, get to the end and get out. And the one big thing that jumps out at me that makes this extra special versus, say, something like Left 4 Dead is it has a full loot system that's not that different than, say, you know, Diablo or other RPGs. But basically, I can, you know, have really great weapons drop while I'm on that uh, run in the form of chests that I unlock. Um, You can also uh, craft your own stuff from old equipment you're not using anymore. So you can burn that stuff and then make new equipment a uh, little Diablo in there, I guess. Um, and that's a great way to make better equipment uh, and gear. Uh, so it's not just weapons. It's, you know, your armor and, and your clothes and all that. And and that stuff's all, um, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, transmog. So it's all, you know, if you want to make it look like a thing but behave like another thing, you can do that. And um, it is really cool, especially with friends. Like, I... Cannot state enough how much fun we were having the other night. And we're not great. And I feel like we, well, yeah, we're, we're not great. But we're okay enough to do some damage and get to the place we want to go. Uh, it And the rats are ugly. And they're everywhere. Here's what I'd say. That's this part that they're going through in this video I'm showing the chat. It's very dark. I'm going to skip ahead. Um, one of the things I really like about it is it makes me wish... I don't want to play another MMO unless it feels like this and looks like this. Like mm. it's so well rendered and so fast, screaming fast on my on my video card, and everything is so rendered out and beautiful and 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 just real, not realistic, but fantasy real. You know, right? Um, right. Just big expansive areas with crazy traversal abilities and all this stuff the 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 youtube video i'm looking at right now is on a lower resolution but when you see this thing running at 60 at 4k or whatever you'd your mind would be blown i don't know why this is such a poopy version of this video but uh you're right though i mean it looks like it has a it it has a real uh separation of light and dark has a really good depth yeah great uh, contrast um everything feels meaty like when you swing a big sword at a at a at a rat zombie or whatever, it feels really good. It feels chunky and strong, and mm-hmm. this it may be a slow wind up, but the results are great because you just send five rats to their doom. Um, and it's not just rats; it's a couple of different factions that are in here. People are more familiar with the Warhammer universe. Would probably correct me on ninety percent of what I'm saying about that, but um, but that's fine. But I I think it's a whole lot of fun, especially with friends. If you can get it for that price, it's a it's a killer deal. And uh, if you can't, well, probably still worth it. Uh, one of the the more yeah, 30, unsung 30 games. Bucks. Of this came out this past year, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it's new. You got this on PC, right? Is that the only place that this exists? Uh, right I think it's on consoles. I could be wrong about that, but I got it on PC. Right. Yeah, and there's still tons of people playing it. I'm never waiting for a game. It's always matching. It's always somebody right. in there going. Yeah, it's like no big deal. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. That's Vermintide Two available now. 
wherever. What historical get... low? Three dollars and fifty cent. That can't be right. Let Where was that, that at? Gamersgate. At uh, Gamersgate, I've bought from them before. They usually sell. Uh, sometimes they'll sell this the digital key. Uh, so, like, let's say someone goes and buys the physical mm-hmm. uh, copy and then sells a digital key. Sometimes you can get it there, but it's, it's been as low as uh, on average like fifteen dollars on Green Man Gaming. Uh, and like you said, you got it over the over the holidays for what, like, uh, like bucks. fifteen bucks on? Oh yeah, twelve. That's like eleven ninety nine yeah. on Steam. Man, I hate I missed that. Yeah. Why? Why is this I not my told list? You. I should have told you. I didn't know until the very last second before we played. And those guys were like, get it now. It's gonna not be there very long. And I was like, oh, okay. Ah. And then we and then we spent all, all our right. time playing it. So I wish I would have oh. gotten you the word because ten bucks. I mean, what? eleven bucks is nothing. But right. uh, one other thing I was gonna say about it. What was it? Um, oh. Once you play it, you you realize that you you almost never want to even touch Skyrim again because until Skyrim feels the way this feels, the way the combat feels, then right. everyone's doing it wrong. Like they they really killed it with the combat. It feels so good. So anyway, should play so it. Good. It's awesome. It's good. Warhammer uh, two. I'm really I'm really doing some. I'm I'm really doing some too. fantasy stuff lately. I, that's well, really been, I know you've been I know you've been out in space lately doing some sci-fi, but I've been really into the fantasy myself. Well, there's I still have one more game to go, chat room. You think I haven't talked about a space game yet? Hold on to your butts. Brian, tell us about Armello. That's a game I had back in like 2015. Tell me about this. Yeah, yeah. Armello's been out for a while. However, uh it just arrived on the Switch not that long ago, and that is where I picked this up. Uh, I think I spent I don't. I think I spent ten dollars, like nine ninety nine, on the uh, some of those sales during the holidays. Got a lot of great sales this this past holidays, and this is the one I picked up. It is a Armello. Is uh, it is a it is a board game, digital board game. I mm. believe is how they described it, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say that's about right. Yeah, uh, it feels very much like that. Uh, you, you have you got your dice and your cards, and you got your tiles and all those hexagonal tiles, and you got your fantasy creatures. Uh, Mostly the ones I'm playing because I'm playing the original version with Armello. I have not upgraded to the deluxe edition. It has all kinds of uh, seasons and characters that allow you to make visual changes and some gameplay changes of the game. Uh, so I'm just playing the basic bear, wolf, rabbit, rat. Uh, so when you do play this game, um, you can play it online. I've been playing mostly single player on my Switch uh, because I did not uh, invest into the Switch online service, mm. uh, which you have to have to be able to play multiplayer if you're on the on the switch yeah it's pretty uh, cheap for those so, wondering it's like four it's, bucks, it's four bucks a month or something it's, yeah it's super cheap i just i don't know i haven't done it yet i'm just not entirely oh by the way did i mentioned i i have access to the switch now oh uh, yeah i know you got a switch for christmas or something Whatever. yeah so you'll be hearing more about switch games okay armella was a great thing for me to step into because you know i've played plenty of them i've been playing the mario odyssey and stuff i wanted something like a little more indie because a lot of indie titles are hitting uh oh switch is chock full of them yeah tons yeah of them. so it, I was really interested. It's visually, it's, it's, it's great. It's this really simplistic art style that is very much like a board game, like we, I had said before. And, man, I would love to have this as a physical board game. Mm-hmm. Give me this thing as a physical board game. Uh, but well, That's what's funny I about it. Is this is not a game where they said, because that happens a lot. It's like, well, here's this European board game everyone loves. It's uh, right. uh, Battle of the, of the uh, Titan Folk or whatever. And then they convert it mm-hmm. into a video game version. And, and now everyone sits around going, well, it's not as good as game board. So like I like right. the idea that this thing exists solely as a digital experience, but brings that tabletop kind of qualities to it without you having to compare it to some actual tabletop game. And I think that's kind of cool. You're limited to four players. Yep. There's four corners of the kingdom. Uh, the center of the kingdom is the king, and he is suffering uh, from the rot. He is a lion, of course. 
He's a dick. Uh, He's a dick. He's suffering from the he's suffering from the rot the king is. And the whole point of the game is to uh well, it, standard gameplay. There's different modes, but the standard gameplay, you're supposed to uh move your character. You usually have uh three spaces you can move uh per turn. Uh and you're you're trying to do uh, a couple of different ways of winning. One way to win is to get to the castle uh and and take on the king and defeat him in battle. Uh, which is usually uh, usually determined by dice uh, that you uh, that you toss mm. digitally on the screen, sure. <laughs> and also cards which can modify uh, your attack and uh, how the dice play. Mm. Uh, so there's a lot of strategies in this game. So far, I have won zero times. Mm. I have played this probably about for two weeks now, and I have not won a single freaking game except for the tutorial. I did win there, but they let me. Mm. Um, but it's it's a lot of it's it's there's a day night cycle as well, and so uh, what happens is each day the king uh, he suffers from the rot. One more heart health is taken away from from the king, uh, and he usually wakes up the next morning very grumpy, and he decrees usually some type of thing to befall upon the kingdom uh, that will affect all the players or maybe just some of the players, and this is where the strategy comes into place. If you gain favor of the king, he will. You can bend his ear to decide uh, one of two different uh, play types that are going to happen to the board. So you know you'll you'll have something that pops up that may affect all the other players, or you may say, "Oh, this card affects anyone who has the most gold, and uh, I don't have any gold." And so you play that card against uh, your foes. How you get the king's ear is by uh, going to the different towns and uh, and taking that town over, you you enter a town. Uh, which, by the way, these towns and and dungeons which you can visit on each one of these tiles is randomly generated at the beginning of each game. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't know where they'll be yet. Uh, and you get there. You if you do good and the, you you bend the king's ear, great. If not, you can head straight to the castle and storm the castle and try to kill the king. Mm. Of course, he has guards. He's gonna try to stop you. Mm. Uh, I like this game. So, did you play this much? I did. I had it Scott? on PC. I also have it on iOS. Uh, I can't remember oh, if the game or the iPad version was free to play, or if it was changed to be more, uh, you know, freemium kind of thing. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. But I, it's probably yeah. across the board. I don't know if they sell uh, any anything other than the DLC. Mm. Uh, and the DLC is stuff like. Uh, you have like seasons where you can uh, change the board because by default is a is a either I think winter or summer, but you can add other seasons by doing that, and you mm -hmm. also can add more characters if you get the DLC. I'm really interested in getting the DLC. I'm just not quite ready yet. I'm still playing the core. I want to actually win a game uh, before I go put any money into that part of it. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh. Uh, I really, I really like the card system because the you get the you get little cards and it'll allow you to, uh, uh, you know, to buff your character or mm -hmm. you can play it against another character. And usually, it's limited by the number of spaces uh, you are away from the other characters, whether or not you can play it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just, man, I this thing it it, it is simple, is easy to pick up, is difficult to master. Obviously, I have no trouble. Uh, playing round around, knowing what I'm supposed to do, uh, drawing the cards as I'm supposed to, doing my battles. I just can't seem to win any. Mm. I'm just not. 
Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know either. But it's uh, I like the combat system in, if, in it, if I recall. Um, right. It is. So it is free to play on iOS. <clears throat> they have in, in-game stuff. What? Is it free to play on iOS? Armello? Yes. But I don't know what the changes are to the systems to accomplish that. I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. I. I feel like this is a game that you should pay a little bit for. I like the DLC model on this. Well, it may have. They may have just. Well, I don't know. I'd have to look at them. But I'd have to compare them to see what right. they did. But uh, I loved it on the PC. <laughs> Played the hell out of it there. Really, right? Really active developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they've had a recent update as recently as December the nineteenth, and so I mean they have events going on all the time. Yep. Uh, it's well received game. Uh, very popular. Back in the there, day, back in the day, they positive. sent me a ton of codes for it. I remember, and we were what? pushing it like crazy. Yeah, this is back in like 2015. Those codes are long gone, but right. uh, uh, it's nice to see them still supporting it after all this time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Velvet Lip in the chat room says it's back up to twenty dollars for. Uh, oh no, he's talking about the Nintendo Online thing. Yeah, twenty dollars for per year, and it? it's it's not yeah, it's much. per year. It's not bad. Ends up being right. Like I said, like four bucks a month. It's if you're playing Currently online on there, it's no big deal. Easy. Right. Currently, it's the only game that I'm really playing that that I really want to play the online service for. So I, I just can't quite. Mm. It's not quite ready yet. Mm. Not quite ready yet. Well, there you go, Armello. Convince me, Scott. Convince me. Why do I need? Because then you get all those old eight bit games from the. But I have the NES. Uh, I have the NES Mini and yeah, the SNES Mini. But you got a bunch of games on there that aren't on there, and they're going to keep adding adding them. So you're going to get like tons of games you don't you can't get on your Mini. Just right. saying. Now you could go, you know, you could go nuts and like, what do they call that thing? I'm not hacking that. Hack, mod it. You could mod it. Yeah. Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably. I'm good. not modding that to play some of those old games like that. I'm not doing that. It's a good point. Too All many, right. Too many, too many new games to play to do that. That's true. Let's talk about space because I love space. Oh my god, you played space? Yeah, I like a, I like a space game. Uh, the game that I tried out this week is called Between the Stars. It's a game I've had my eye on since they did a Kickstarter, but I did not realize there was a demo out that was a fully playable demo that you can download. I did. I site. downloaded it. I had no idea. Um, I got a code actually on Steam, and I freaked out because I thought, oh, it's the whole game on Steam. It's just a code for the demo. But uh, what? they are releasing this game. They say quarter one of this year. Uh, rumors are flying around that it might be sooner than that. Well, it'd still be quarter one, but it'd be in the next like week or two. I don't know if that's true. I do know that they are speaking my language with this game. So yeah. here's the core idea. Uh, there's there's a story, but it doesn't matter. You're a captain of a ship. You can pick a lady or a dude. And on your ship, it's full of important, smart people that you don't have to manage too much, but there's a little bit of that. And then your jobs are always like, oh, no, we hear there's a disturbance out by the fifth nebula in the minefield. Go see what's going on. So you fly out there and it's fully 3D. So this is a, you know, 360 degree, fully 3D immersive sort of universe thing, not 2D top down or any of that. And uh, you warp to the place where you got to go and and uh, you got this rad ship. It's all extremely pretty. Um, and then there's a lot of cool combat where you got to kill these pirates cause they're, they're up to no good. And then they'll drop loot. You get that loot. You take it back to the station. You can sell stuff. You can build up stuff. They maybe dropped a brand new gun you can put on, on your, uh, on your ship. And next time you're a little tougher, it's a little roguelikey in that if you die, uh, don't worry, you take all your stuff with you and you can start over, uh, you know, your next run's pretty good, but it's all very sandboxy. Uh, so you never feel like you're, you know, stuck. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, I it's all uh, the the it's I hate the word procedurally generated, but the the mission structure is very open ended, very sandboxy, and it is delightful and funny. I'm That's watching, the other thing. It's funny. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm just watching some of the video from it, and I it looks it looks heavy and. Yeah. Uh, like the the ships look heavy. It looks like it, it really moves, like the ships would be in space, and that looks oh, that looks yeah, looks like we plowing through that stuff. However, I will say this: what the characters are killing me. Oh the, no, they're cheese ball. The, the people are cheese ball. They're they're hilarious. What's up with the people? Yeah, the people are weird, um, but they're kind of <laughs> great. It's it's the the game actually made me laugh out loud a couple of times, and I never do that in video games. And, I, and it, there is a funny sense of humor about it. They don't take themselves too seriously on the on that that front. It's very much kind of a Captain Kirk sort of sort of ah. approach to things, and I and it made me laugh. So I think the writing's good. Um, there's also kind of an RPG element when you get to like an abandoned station. We should send an away team. You put the away team out there, and now you're doing like almost Zork stuff. So it's like oh, there's cool. a room. You can go left and do this, or you can push this button now and see what happens. So there's a bunch of that, and that's super fun to deal with. Uh, so RPG elements as well. Uh, don't take my word for it. Go read up on it. It was a very successful Kickstarter. It's about to come through, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for this. I would have su- free demo. I would have backed the Kickstarter had I known about it. It was actually kind of an end of project boost of of a Kickstarter because they this was mm-hmm. in like just this last October, so only a few months ago. So they were obviously well into development. And they needed just something to get them over the line, which is what I guess that's Kickstarter did. But the fact that it's finally coming out is super exciting to me. So it's loot and upgrades and go do it again and fight a bigger thing and cheesy characters and just the cheesiest villain you've ever heard of, but he's awesome. It's cool, man. Space games. That's where it's at. Space games. And that game is called we'll Between starting the- our new podcast next week called Space Games. Between the Stars, available in demo form. I think it's worth playing. It'll only take you an hour or something. Uh, it's just a prologue. They want you to get, you know, a taste of what that game's going to be, and I am all about tasting it. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. Can you taste it, Brian? You had a few leftovers. You got a little Mario Odyssey yeah. on. You got your Red Dead Redemption. Did you get very far in either of those things? Since these were holiday uh, game gifts, for yeah, you? I actually got a, I got a pretty good ways into Mario Odyssey. Uh, probably about maybe thirty or forty percent in. So I mean, I'm I'm doing fine. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I, I really not much more to say than what people have already said. I will say that I feel, I feel like uh, in some of the in some of the lands, especially some of the earlier places I'm playing, I really feel like I'm 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 walking way too much. Yeah. I feel like I'm having to walk way too far to get to my goals. I'm like, why why am I having to? Why are these worlds so empty? Why are they so? That's my only complaint. Otherwise, it's a great game. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun. Right. But uh, I feel like I'm like I said, if like I'm constantly walking, so I'm like, oh, it's a lot God. of walking, a lot of slow walking, horse what am I riding. Walking for I me, mean, come on! I mm-hmm, mean, it's, mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah, uh, it seems like there's a lot of walking. There is. Do I get jetpacks later on? <laughs> no, you don't get any jetpacks. Dang it! Can so, I at least sorry. like you know, like in the in the sunshine, we had a little water. I'm little trying to think. You, you, nice. you will get stuff that'll let you traverse that world faster. You will not get Good. that in Red Dead Redemption. You will not get any speed ups there. Right. Okay. You get well, a better otherwise, horse uh, for speed. Otherwise, but. it's a Mario game. It's fun. I like doing all the silly Mario things. I like doing my little two jump, three jump. Woo! You know, you jump over really high. I like that. That's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, now, I played Red Dead Redemption. I only played maybe, surprisingly, I've only played maybe like 
45 minutes or so, just long enough for me to get really annoyed with Dutch. If you don't stop, stop rushing me, mm-hmm. Dutch. Mm-hmm. I know this is your gang. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I'm still inspecting the cabin, all right? I like to take my time. I like to look around. Stop yelling at me. What are you doing in there? Leave me alone. And also, when you tell me to go look in the barn... I obviously think uh, outhouse looks a lot like a barn, and he yelled at me there too. I didn't like it. Nice. I didn't care for it. Yeah, you're yeah. mean, Dutch. You're mean. You don't I don't like, like it one bit. You don't like Dutch. Wait until you play Red Dead Redemption One. You really learn right. what butthole he was. Uh, I did like. I did make it far enough to to see uh, Marston, and uh, he was he's a little skinny stick guy right now. So uh, if you haven't played Red Redemption Two, I, I I suppose the part I've played so far I've played is Arthur. Yeah, I'm supposing that's my. That's My all you're gonna play. Here. That's who you'll play. That's what I figured. Yeah, That's there's, what there I are figured. there are little segments in the game where you play somebody else for a quick little thing, but he's your guy. Right, he's your character. Yeah, but I tell you, it's just like everybody else has said. It's just amazing. The depth is amazing. The yeah. things that uh, just so much thought went into this game. Every inch of it feels like you know, somebody took care, you know, mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, we need to put up put something here," and they put it there, and they loved it, and built this fantastic huge world I, I i'm having a lot of fun i would like to get out of the snow some more i i'm hoping that oh you'll get out of the snow and you'll never go you'll I, never I, see it again don't worry about it i figured that's coming along yeah, you're very soon, early in the game the game the game feels early. like you're like you can be five hours in and you're still getting tutorial stuff it's weird right right it's a yeah. monster but it's, it's it's beautiful that's exactly right i i don't want to say too much about it because i want to play it in a big way and then come back and give my thoughts on it i haven't gone back to it in a bit i need to um yeah i just got overwhelmed with other stuff but it's it's also it's the kind of game that says hey are you gonna play me yeah all right Right. well don't do anything else for the next six hours just sit here (laughs) exactly what that game says yeah that's why i had that's why it took me so long to get started because i did not have you know four or five hours in a row because i knew once i sat down this is like all right because that's what I did. I got everything ready. It's like, just like a movie event. Yep. You know, I, I got my I got my food ready. I got my controller. You know, my controller fully charged up. Okay, good, good, good. We got. I, I better go pee real quick. You know, I run pee and I come back. I'm like, okay, we got everything right. Perfect. Let's roll. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's a very plodding, times. slow experience. That's how it's supposed to be. Yep. Uh, all right. What's uh? Oh, hey, guess my game time. You want to do this? Let's do this. Check this guess out. Big game. Give me there's our old buddy Mario. Uh, we're going to talk about guessing our each other's games. We've both picked a game that neither of us know what it is, and we're going to try to guess. Brian, I'm going to play mine first. This Good. is, I'm going to give you a hint, very old. Very old. Very it's an old. Amiga. Oh, you're so How about, cl- You're uh, actually close. Atari. You're close. Oh, was I closer with Amiga? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to play it, and you figure right. it out. Here you go. Yeah, that's, that's too smooth the Atari. That is that is definitely in the Commodore sound chip range. Mm, now you're getting there. You're getting there. I'll give you play, I'll, play the, the hint is Commodore 64. What game do you think that was? Oh, uh, play a little more. Give me give me a little give me a little hit again. <laughs> wow! I, wow! That sounds like so many games. Like they must have they must have like hit the library for this thing. <laughs> I think that's all the thing was really capable of at the time, but uh, but no, I'm serious. It's not like a, it's like a like the Commodore Library of Sounds. It's like I don't know put what you got here. So yeah. ping, ping, pings. Do that. Yeah, there's like three um, sounds. That's all they have. So what do you think? Any guesses? They've tried to bring this game back many times. It's never really worked out. There's lots of 
Lots of attempts, no successes. The start feels like pole position, but I know it's not pole position. And the rest of it kind of sounds like, almost sounds like a space game or something. The giveaway for me is this bit right here. Oops. Wait. That's, that's, that's the part that sounds most familiar to me. That part. That part where it goes, weep. That, that would be a giveaway for me. Is it is it Zork 2 or something? Zork? Nope. Not, it's not a no, noise enough for a Zork game, but nope. it... it Zork Maybe was just start? text. All that was was text for Zork. Oh, that's, wasn't it? that is text. Oh, I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. No, I said this, Zork. Yeah, Zork is but all I mean, text. Um, the, this thing is. I mean, uh, 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 what am I thinking of? Not Zork. I don't know. What's the name of that stupid? What's the name of the stupid space space one? It looks like uh, it was based on a uh, Star Star Trek, basically. Uh, oh, oh. Um, uh, not not Zork. What was it? Uh, I know what you mean. Ah, I played that too. I know what you mean. But it's not that. No, okay, so it's, it's not, not that. that. It, it even looked like the little Enterprise. They couldn't do it legally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, that. that. I don't remember what that was called. Is it Gorf? Gorf? It no, Gorf, Gorf something else. Gorf's like Gorf a Gorf on golf. Gorf's an what arcade game. Gorf is different. And Gorf had voices in it. Gorf, or Gorf, right, right. Or something. Dark Star Trek C sixty four. Yeah, was what it? was that called? Zork. Zor, Zor, Zerg, no, Zor, no. Maybe it was just the Star. Maybe it was a Star Trek sixty four. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it actually was maybe a Star Trek just, game. It was just plain old Star Trek. Oh, see, it'd have to be C sixty four because the the N sixty four had something too. Oh, here it is. Great. Oh, it was called Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Gorf. And here's, not Gorf. Not what is Gorf? Not Gorf. I don't know what you're talking about with Gorf. Here, I'll play a piece of it again. Okay, here we go. Hold on. What is going on? This website is terrible. Yeah, Gorf is what I was thinking of. Gorf is right definitely what I was thinking of. Publish them or put them on post them or something like that. Six. Raise a shield to say. Um, <laughs> All right, this guy's a nerd. We can't listen to him. Well, but it was definitely Gorf. I just looked it up. They 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 hit it me in the in the chat room, and uh, they said Gorf, and that was that's what I was thinking of. I thought it was Gorf. Gorf is a different a game. That. Gorf is more like Galaga or uh, uh, Galaxian style game. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. In the arcade or whatever. Although they may have had a C sixty four version. Anyway. This game is Load Runner. Load Runner. Load Runner. Listen to that guy running loads. Uh, See, he's running loads I there. Can, anyway. I can feel it now. Yeah. I can feel it. Was, he's running his load. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. I was super into Load Runner when I was younger and uh, couldn't get enough of it. And I always thought it was such a cool game. I don't think, I watch it now and I think, I don't know if I'd be care about this now. Like, I never had Load Runner on the C64, but a friend of mine had it on. Uh, was it the 2E? That oh maybe what was it Apple 2E maybe yeah it was yeah, on all like, those all those early Apple one twos, uh, C64 probably even the Amiga they all had a version of this running right Atari right. had one they all did like it was a huge deal for a long time but and as I remember it was like random all the time like you never knew where the guys were going to come down and you could make holes anywhere right, you wanted right. and then load your run your load. <laughs> It was great. Your load. Dorf on Gorf. That's a <laughs> video I don't want to see. All right. Uh, Brian, I'm going to play yours and see if I can figure this out. Here we go. Oh. Yo, you got it? That's a. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, you got it. Wolfenstein yeah. what? Uh, Spear of Destiny. 3D. Oh, I was hoping it was the sequel, Spear of Destiny. No? 1992's Wolfenstein 3D. 
Bruhaho, Bruhaho. Jawohl, nein. Like those guys always yell in German, they're the best. Yeah, yep. I love those guys. Uh, oh, I played that game till my eyes bled. It yeah, was, it so was good. Bad. Yeah, it was cool. No, I mean, you know. I, I don't have the late. Are you going to get the, the new Wolfenstein this year coming out? Is there one this year? Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Hold on. I, sure I didn't play one the last year? one. What was the last one? Well, the new one I played, the last two new ones. Right. There's I haven't no, played the most recent one. There's no Wolfenstein this year, is there? Yeah, there's a, it's supposed to be. There is. I, I think there's supposed to be a new one. What is Maybe it's just some DLC then. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood? I thought that came out. New Colossus came out. Is it Youngblood I'm thinking of? Oh, you're right. Youngblood. Youngblood's 2019. Yeah, Youngblood's about yeah. until 2019. You're right. right. BJ and his kids, his daughters, his twin daughters are out running around doing stuff. That's what it is. I'm interested in this, yeah. I am too. I like those last two a lot. They're really good. So uh, I wonder if I should go back and uh, play the ones I missed or just jump right into that. Um, I mean, the last two are really good, and I think this third one's probably very much based on it. Like, it's the same right. run here. I think they're worth looking at. You can get them cheap. Uh. Sometimes people have codes from Humble Bundles or whatever. Codes. Yeah, good game. Good I think I might, have been, I might even actually have it. Let me see. Let me, that would just be too funny. It would be like funny. I've gotten it from, I've probably gotten it from a home bundle. Look that up bundle. while I play. Whoops. <laughs> while I play this. Hey, 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 check it out. It's time for the news. And there's a tiny little story I want to mention here. We're not going to talk about Soldier 76 and his proclivities, okay? Because mm. it's all too new. It's all too... Oh, let's see if I get an answer from my friend. Uh, I can't tell anyone, though. <laughs> oh, I can't say anything, though. But I got some information that you'll never get out of me. Did he answer you, though? Yeah, he did. I can't oh, that's say. great! Oh, so there, there, there's, there's, there's added to the mystery. Let's just say Scott this way. going, Scott going. Oh, Chris Metzen told me the answer. I am not going to tell everyone the answer. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh no. Um. All right, here it is. Lego Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit are no longer available for sale. You can't get them online anymore. That's it. That's done. In a story, but I got them already. So suck it. For some reason, this has captivated a bunch of people's imagination. But uh, a lot of discussion about this. In the last couple of days, Lego Lord of the Rings and Lego The Hobbit are no longer listed in digital marketplaces. These games were obviously licensed adaptations of the movie, which used to be a very common thing in video games, but is less so now. Even though questions sent to Warner Brothers Interactive were answered with boilerplate non-answer or no uh, reason why they were taken down. It's no mystery or scandal. The licensing terms for selling these games expired at the end of 2018. That was my guess. Um, he says, I said for some reason above uh, all because it's not the only explanation that, or sorry, because not only is it is the explanation very simple, we're not talking about Lego Silent Hill or Lego right. NCAA <laughs> football here. Uh, let's see. Um, Steam charts listen an average of 50.7 players of Hobbit in November. That's not great. Excuse me. 57 uh, people played Lord of the Rings uh, Legos in the same time. They both peaked at around 150. Uh, it's not a big deal. Goodbye. Goodbye to those. No, you still, not, if you own them, a... if you own them, you're playing them. Just play them. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if you I didn't got buy the Batman them... and the Harry Potters, I got enough Lego. I got some Star Wars Lego. I got enough Lego gaming. I got that Indiana Jones Lego, which is the best one, if you ask me. Mm. That Indiana Jones Lego. That was a good one. Yeah, that one's all right. Actually, I did enjoy that one a lot. Yeah, I had fun in that one. one. 
I like that. I like the first Batman Lego one. I thought it was good. Yeah, that one's good too. Anyway, yeah. those games all play. We the got same there's way. there's put enough Lego, and oh my gosh. Yeah. And if they, if if everybody was to clamor, we would uh, we'd get another version of it. Mm-hmm. This is all true. Uh, let's see. That's it for that. Hey, quick email: boopshow at gmail.com. Hey, boop hosts. How come you guys never hey. talk about any Xbox One game? Says Gerolder Mort. Geraldemont. It's funny you should say that because mm. there is now an Xbox One S in my household, and as soon as the the child who received it for her Christmas uh, settles down, I will probably get on it. Yeah, you should get on it. Get down on it. Get, get down, down on, on it. it right now. The only thing that uh, plays on that particular console is Minecraft and Fortnite. Twenty four seven. Well, we know what your kids are doing. I right. understand. Yeah, Xbox One, uh, don't have one, so can't speak to it. I can tell you that I've been tempted a few times, but uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, I, it's fine. I'm, I have no I have no bones about its quality. It's great. The fans of it love it. My nephew, that's all he'll play because his friends are all on it, and um, that's great. It's, I have no problem with that, but I cannot justify, in this generation anyway, keeping the PC going at top level. Uh, going uh, uh, hard on the Switch, which I think is a perfect companion piece to a PC gamer, and a PS4. I can't then go, yeah, and let's get that 360 or that uh, Xbox One in here. And you may say, well, Scott, uh, you're, it's a video game show. You should have all the stuff. Well, I don't know, man. It compounds every time you add one. It's expensive. I mean, it really, not only expensive, uh, it, it compounds in our uh, discussions. Uh, about the games like i mentioned at the top of the show i'm starting to think three new games every week is a hefty load uh to really say anything interesting without uh really being to get because i'll tell you there was when i was going over gris when i was looking at reviewing it this is what really hit me last week when mm-hmm. i was thinking about how am i going to review this uh i i went and i looked at uh i looked at the first review that was already up to see what other people were thinking mm-hmm. and i read their review and it was freaking amazing. Mm. It was it was just so spot on in the description. I was like, "Holy crap! I've got to get better at my descriptions, and uh, I've got to be able to take a little more time with these games." And I don't want to get too deep because we don't want to be like a serious review show. But I need to be a little bit, you know, a little bit more picky, maybe. Sure, no, I understand. By the way, while yeah. you were while you were talking, I got a little additional information that I'm still not going to tell anybody. You're such a dick. It's great, actually. You're the worst. I but like, I love you. I like having info that no one else has. All right, it's so tell rare in my life. Show. Tell me after the show. Send it to me in in the Slack. Maybe I trust Brian. May maybe. Yeah, I trust. I trust you. Um, hey, uh, check this out. You can email us just like uh, Geraldermont. I don't know how to say his name. Gerardermont? Gerardermont? How would you uh, say that name? I like I like Gero Demont. Gero and, Demont. Uh, and, and Gero Demont, do expect a few Xbox game reviews this year. I, I I will get I will get there. I've even thought about taking my second. I have a PlayStation 4 Pro as well as a PlayStation 4 500 gigabyte original. And I've thought about trading it in for an Xbox One. Just mm. uh, just so. Just, just to have. yank the chain just of the... Sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, all right, there you go. Anybody want to trade? No. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't have one to give you, even if I did. Right. Uh, don't forget, we are at frogpants.com slash boop. No giveaways after the show today. I've got uh, another thing I have to get right on after this with Brian Nibbett and uh, his crew because they've got a thing I signed up for months ago, and i got to do it today. So that's happening right after the show today. I don't know if that's being streamed, though. I don't actually know. Uh, anyway, uh, frogpants.com slash boop is our website. You can go there, hang out, be there, be a part of the fun, good times happening there because surely they're happening there. Uh, also, boopshow at gmail.com is our email address. We're on Twitter at boopshow, boopshow.reddit.com. Brian, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Hey, Scott, what are you thinking about playing next week? Uh, Ashen and another space game or two. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. That's right. More space games, you buttholes. All right. Hey, that's it for the show. Thanks for joining us. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Go ahead. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.